It's never been in a secret society. I'm like, Whoa. but I want, I don't know why. Whenever I read about these as a kid, I wanted to be in a secret society so bad. I wonder if there's some attraction for all of us in this. And it's like, wouldn't it be great to have a secret that was cool? <laughs> 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 that everybody was going to like. A secret that was bad. <laughs> hey, Nico. Hey, Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little? Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like the clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I know I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> hey, Con. How are you? Um, I'm really good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Our first 40 seconds are always this. I know. Did you, uh, did you see any boys clubs this week? Wait, mine is going to seem like I'm doing this to be dramatic, but I'm actually serious. Okay. Steroids. <laughs> steroids. I think steroids is the boys club that we've never talked about on this. I, I don't think we have either. Somehow we've made it 60 something episodes. Okay. Steroids. That is a boys club. Yeah. Um, and it's a boys club that I want to be clear that we are not against as someone who we're has filler in my upper lip like we which is somebody really who's knows. sort of injecting things into my body all the time yeah we're totally fine we're like pro so maybe we're in do. this boys club we're is like, what we're trying to say. oh we are wait i we got like i will i got <laughs> that'd be so i got cosmetic steroids <laughs> and you got necessary steroids. it's like we're pro in a way cosmetic okay, bro you know necessary cosmetic necessary yeah. yeah but this guy that i go to a spin class that i'm not gonna say where because that would be inappropriate like mm-hmm. he absolutely like the body is not gonna naturally look a certain way like it just won't and for like, sure there's no way that you look like a van like this man is a van <laughs> and he absolutely has steroids and he's yeah. like has roid rage all the time that's that's when it gets tough when you start getting like angry about things i also wonder like if people really do want to look that bulked or if they just I know, are running from something. As far as I can tell, I'm like, you're monogamous. Why are you on steroids? Who cares? <laughs> Let it go. Yeah, what's happening in that relationship? I really don't know. I'm yeah. really curious. But I also think, and he, well, there's two reasons I think he's on steroids. Oh, wait, no, there's only one. Well, no, one, he's always angry. And it's like, if you're on roids, you shouldn't be on a microphone. Yeah. Oh, he's the instructor. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, he's not just like a guy in the back. Okay. like, what's your deal? I was going to say, what, what is he yelling back at the instructor? He ends every you class. Know he has this rage. kills me. He ends every class with, um, wait, one time he looked at me and said, is that the hardest you could have worked? Whoa. And I was like, I smiled like, uh, no. And then he's like, what do you mean? Maybe that's his character. Maybe he's trying to get straight guys into these like cycling classes. I think that he thinks that I'm cute, but not that cute because he gives me attention when there aren't other like gay guys there. But then if there's another gay guy there, he'll be up in their face. And I'm like, girl, but my face yesterday, you're a whore. (laughs) So he's gay. Super gay. Okay. Okay. Super gay. Gay guy on steroids. Here's why I think he's on steroids though, because he was really tan one day and I said, you look really tan. And he said, I went to beach bum tanning. And I was like, that's worse than meth. I was like, <laughs> that's like truly like going to a tanning salon is the craziest thing you can do. And now. you know, and I know cause I went cause you've experienced <laughs> like that's insane. I love that you, that you and the soccer girls in your college would go to the beds together I because know. my teammates used to go all the time. So yeah. I don't know if that's like a soccer girl thing, but they would go all Everyone the time. Everyone was like, those soccer girls are so mean. And I was like, you just haven't found something to connect with them on yet. It would drive <laughs> me with them to mystic tanning. I loved them hate to interrupt but i you went to the beds to. as well Wait, that was part actually? of my high school experience yeah a Wait. friend worked at the tanning salon so i got it for free so i was a big little tanner did you have a bunch of i feel like you probably had like buy one get one for, like you probably had a punch card nico i had unlimited if you're gonna go <laughs> just fucking go it's no, one of those totally like, totally don't do it extra you don't want to half-ass you don't want to yeah. do, did you ever do the little sticker 
Wait, what's the sticker? If you put a little, ours were like Playboy Bunny, oh or God. you put a little sticker and then you tan, and uh, the sticker like is paler funny. than the rest of Wait, you. Wait, did you go like a reverse naked? tattoo? Crazy. I did go in naked, and I learned. I someone told me like your penis like can't get burnt, and I believed them, <laughs> and I should not have believed them. <laughs> okay, because I like, the only really thing that on probably hasn't seen the sun at this point in your life. <laughs> I know the sweat pattern. Did you ever? I've never talked about this in public. The I would like sweat in such a way that my like lower back would like kind of like vacuum seal to the bed, and so when you <laughs> oh. got off, it'd be this like yeah, and it was like r- popping particularly sound. gross at like um yeah. Wait. Do they wipe those down in between? Jesus, here's hoping somebody they, does. They absolutely don't. I started. Um, I didn't even wear the eye thing. I know you're oh, really supposed to wear the wow. eye thing. That's what fascinated me about Donald Trump. I was like, I'm not mad that you're tan. I don't understand why you wear the eye thing. Your <laughs> eyes look weird. Wait, they don't also, have to look weird. but and then also he wore the eye thing, but. He looked at the sun during the lunar eclipse. Do you guys remember that? That was the funniest thing he did all of his presidency. He was like, I'm staring right at it. <laughs> That's so, yeah. Did you ever do a standing one? I loved the standing one. They depended. were cheaper, I think. No, more expensive at mine. Really? But so more effective. More effective, yeah. yeah. Like only eight minutes is the max. And there was some fuck you up. crazy sprit, like airflow thing. It was only when someone else wasn't in it that I was able to get it. It was scary one. in that your feet would be over this thing that you're like, Feels like there's a fan or something down there. That's yes, like, and it'd yes. be like a metal grate. And did you ever see the final destination where someone's like trapped inside <laughs> one? Oh god! Course. Yeah, that oh, was always god. a fear of mine. That does. Scare I was me. gonna get stuck in one. I one time I fell asleep in it. And no, this girl woke me. Uh, Victoria hey. Emery. Now she's engaged. <laughs> and, yeah, that's a clear Connor causality. Yeah. She was the one person who's like, "Don't do Teach for America." Anyone that knows something, she was right. <laughs> did you do Teach for America for a year? So I like kind of did. Oh, okay. Did you? Are you mad no, that I did no, it? No, no, no. But. Uh, Princeton alum, which I am also started. It. Go Tigers. Go. <laughs> Wait, her name is Wendy. Wendy something. Wendy Cop. Maybe. That might be like a different person. I just remember Wendy. Wendy Cop. That sounds, that sounds right. That checks out. But one time I went to this tanning, but I got really excited because I got a free upgrade. Well, okay, this is the crazy thing I say about tanning. In North Carolina, I, at one point, there's the FDA regulates tanning, so I got two separate memberships so I could go to two different ones oh, which is crazy yes. which is like the was government was trying name? to help you yes <laughs> and, and then I was so sunburnt that my back mm-hmm. erupted and I couldn't sleep the whole night and then this guy who now works for the San Francisco Chronicle but was a raging alcoholic in college pulled the fire alarm and then I was like thank god everybody else has to get up now and then I'm just excited to see people <laughs> But he was like a really aggressive drunk. Like he like beat this guy up. This oh guy God. was kind of a loser. And now he's a journalist. Now he's a journalist for the San Francisco Chronicle. Wow. <laughs> Shout out. Shout him yeah. out. Wait, Wait, you committed sun tan fraud. Yes. Wow. Nico's yeah. question remains. I was. Did you have a fake name? That's How'd true. You get two? two separate tanning slots. But they didn't like check. There's oh, no database. There's Clearly no the FDA needs to no be database. Yeah. When I you, hate the word database. When you tell stories about your tanning stuff, sometimes I'm like, we should have just let him drink. Might have been less. Might have been less of an I just issue. wanted to feel something anywhere, I know, I anything. Know. What do you hate about database? I like database, but don't like spreadsheet. Um, a date. The idea of a database freaks me out. Like one time, I went to no. We can keep this in. One time, I went to this like bathhouse. <laughs> no you're, one was. You're editing this editing one. <laughs> one time, I went to this like bathhouse, and I was like 18, and I was so nervous that they were gonna like they take my license. Oh, that you couldn't run for president and one day. Was, yes, and I was like, mm. this is before you were allowed to like want sex publicly, and I was so nervous that it would like come up. And yeah, place. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're swearing you into the Supreme <laughs> Court today, but, but once you like steamworks, <laughs> I know. Chicago, 
This was actually in Philly, and it wasn't called oh, Steamworks. No. It was like... Stolen Valor. I was in a musical called Steamworks the Musical in Chicago. <laughs> oh, at the Annoyance Theater. At the Annoyance... Oh, okay. Wait. It still runs to this day. <laughs> when did you leave? Chicago? Uh-huh. 2017. Oh, right we like had Trump. one year of crossover. <gasps> you were a little Chicago baby? Yeah. Aww. That's really nice. Way back, I yeah. I went there in 2016. But yeah, Steamworks is lovely. I know. I'd walk by it every I day. I just went there and had a nice convo with people. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was... Um, not common in like, like they don't have them in New York. They don't exist. They're illegal. Bath houses. Uh huh. There's something here. I'm sure there's. I've been to the Spa Castle in Queens and enjoyed myself. Oh, fascinating! Isn't there one in Williamsburg? Like right by, right? Isn't there one a bathhouse? You're thinking of Equinox Sauna. No, well that. Too. <laughs> any any bathhouse can become any spa can become a bathhouse. Yeah, <laughs> if the you, right, with yes. the right guys in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the right guys and not enough supervision. Not uh, any supervision. <laughs> not not enough because that's the tech negative to say. The, the crunch weho that I visited. <laughs> Jesus Hopefully. Christ. I, yeah. There's a sign at Equinox which I okay I go to Equinox and canceled. I know. Still. And it's like, we will send you to jail at the sauna. It's like, you're going to go to jail. It's like, we'll prosecute you to the full extent of the law if you have sex in here. <laughs> I'm, I used to be Equinox when I first moved to New York because I could afford it and I thought I had to do it. Now I'm in a $20 a month gym, the New York Sports Club. And the Park Slope location mm-hmm. is closing on June 30th. No. Wow. They're like turning it into something. But there's a sign. there's been signs at the... <laughs> The gym is degrading rapidly. The way that we were so the sad signs. about it was crazy. <laughs> well, because when you any, anytime that there's like a new logistical issue in your life, it's like that's the worst. So I'm sorry that you have to find a new gym. A Wait, sign. we're so different because I was a... like the passage of time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mourn it. It needs to be. There was a sign on the sauna that was said closed by like decision of the. Department of Health and Mental Hygiene oh, of oh New York. God. Do not remove. Like the sauna and the steam room had been closed. They were unsafe Whoa. for what human is mental consumption. Hygiene? Zero idea. Who's to know? Google it. Hey, really? I was like, mine must be dirty. It's mentally unhygienic. That's so interesting. Wait, is it going to be like a temple? Do you know what temple? What's the, um, temple? Temple is... Like, like the Jewish church? <laughs> no, no. I wish that. Temple is... I wish that was enough. I wish that would have been enough for us. <laughs> Temple is this like, I thought it was David Beckham. And then I was informed oh. it was David Barton. And I was oh. like, well, I'm an idiot. And David Barton like owns this gym called Temple. Oh, he's, like, we talked about everywhere. him with Jay, didn't we? Jay, I don't believe goes to Temple, but yeah. But Jer- he, he knows all about, yes, he, he knows all about, about the, uh, oh, all the yeah. different gyms. and oh, yeah. who Used to be them. a personal trainer. Yeah. So he's got, like, he's like in the mix of like what's going on at all those. I think of him because he told me don't ever do a decline dumbbell press and when I'm at the gym I see those boys doing decline dumbbell presses and I'm like I know a fit person that's not to do those <laughs> I know so don't do that wait I think I do them sometimes is, it is you that when lie? you're back yes yeah. oh why don't you do it that no. feels good for like the underboob you know what keep doing it Jay says I, Jay I said it's unsafe it's like an unsafe m- motion it might like hit you in the face or something but I don't it's hard to like load panel. it's like bad for your shoulders I think to like oh. load and unload but if you do lightweight it's probably okay if you've I, made it this far I recently had a shoulder situation that's mm. changed my relationship to my body do you know what you were doing when it happened I from book tour hadn't been at the gym much and I just came back and did a little tricep pull down just a little too what my old weight used to be just like, oh uh, and then for a week couldn't sleep that's, that's the worst like heroin. and that's now so I'm like 
slow. <laughs> I'm using the lightest weights. I'm just like a little soccer yeah. mom at the gym now, like afraid of triggering my body. High rep. You say this. High rep, low weight. Anytime I'm at the gym and I'm self-conscious about not doing a lot of weight, I'm kind of just want to be like, should I be like, yeah, I'm injured, so <laughs> just go don't want to overdo cast. it. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of stretching in between just to make it clear this isn't what I would really do. Yeah, I need to or low rep high weight. Yeah, no high rep low weight. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that one. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Not high weight. High weight's how you fuck it up. I know. Isn't that also how you grow? My dad knows this guy that died because he dropped a barbell on him, and like (gasps) I grew up him being like never lift something over a barbell Uh on his head. I guess. Died from oh god! Think about it all the time. That's terrifying. Every time at the gym, I think about it. And uh, the twenty dollars a month gym would let you lay there. (laughs) You're not paying for coverage like that. I've been once. I a machine kind of like snapped at me in a weird way, (gasps) and I went to go tell the employee, like, "Hey, I think this is broken." Another guy at the gym was like. I think you're using it wrong, bro. Like he came over, he was defending the machine more you're than like, me. Like I'm a writer. Like I'm a he's fucking like, writer. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you have to pet it three times before it, or it'll just snap at you. It was like you do learn at the twenty dollars a month gym, like the unique twists and turns. It's like possessed for the in old some way. Yes. <laughs> the man who died using it is like its soul is in there now. Is it the one that's like an old like? It's like a huge building that yes. has like that statue outside. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's Maybe. one out in Park Slope that's like used There's to be like an armory or something. Oh, there is the Park Slope Y armory. Oh, that's the Y. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. I voted there. That's a... That's Good a, for you. <laughs> thank you. I just wanted to come out as a, <laughs> as a, as voter. a voter. Good. Though this past one was the first time I've been like, do I really have to <laughs> Yeah. I forget which one it was. You don't. We are a pro-voting <laughs> podcast. Wow. You're reading that like ad copy. <laughs> I didn't we vote support. because I tried to do that thing where you sign up day of and they I wasn't able to. For the, like Google that I realized I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. For the last one that this happened. Yeah. yeah. You can't sign up day of? Mm-mm. You're a day of. <laughs> in Illinois, you could. You don't have to. Re- yeah, all these people in the street trying to get people registered. Weirdos. Just come day of. Come it's day fine. of. One time Walk in, in Illinois, they tried to tell me I wasn't allowed to. And then I said, I don't know a lot about this, but the only thing I know is that I can do that. <laughs> and then they let me. You became a care. Oh, really? You have to have a little bit of care. They gave you like a fake ballot, you know, just yeah. to like shut Wait, you up. They're just like, let him, let him fill it in. You're not wrong in that it was a provisional ballot. Yes. It's they're like, yeah, ballot. if like the world ends and you're the only person. Person still alive, we'll, count we'll your take vote. your vote. Wait, yeah, like what they were talking about, the Republicans are talking about my ballots. So they were like, There's a ballot, like, yeah, the provisional ballots, <laughs> the found ballots. They found 12,000 all these people gay that guys that just up. walked in. <laughs> I voted once and I knew one of the guys, and he was like a friend. Mm. And then I, but I know he had an R on his name. What? Isn't it weird like, that they just oh my friend a Republican? So for years, I thought he was a Republican, and then finally, we got we we're getting drunk together, and I brought it up. He goes, like yeah, I don't know why they gave that to me. I'm a progressive. But they... Did it say Republican judge? Maybe. And you, I thought that they were judges, but I realized mm. they were just like judges of this of the one republic. Of yeah, of this like thing. judging a child's this like event. beauty pageant yes. or judging yeah. a like, science fair. Yeah, wait, that's really nice because I was actually, the day that they wouldn't give me the provisional ballot, it was a Republican, air quotes, judge that helped me. <laughs> this kind of like hot man Ooh. who was like definitely really old, like, 60 NT. Are people fucking at the ballots? I was ready to. And it was six in the morning. It's going to become a bathhouse quick. I know. I woke up and I was like, do I go to spin class or do I go vote? And I was like, you've got to vote. I did. But who did that really help? 
true. No one. You missed that spin class. Not spin class. Should have gone to spin class. Yeah. I should have gone and got yelled at by Royd guy. By the big Royd guy. Wait, my favorite thing he does, the last thing I say about the Royd guy, and then we'll do your boys club, is he ends every class by saying, well, someone make some goddamn noise <laughs> as soon as we finish <laughs> the class. And then he says, look what you just did. And the first time I took this class, it was like a Tuesday. He's like, look what you just did. And on a fucking Tuesday. And then, <laughs> and then now every, but he does it every time. I'll be like, look what you just did on a fucking Friday. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, so we got it. You know the days. Fridays the are the easiest day to go hard. <laughs> he says, whatever day it is, he says, on a, on a blank day. That's it's so like, funny. So okay. Every day you're not supposed to achieve something. <laughs> look what you did. In a way, he's right. Every day can be hard. <laughs> look, look every day could be hard. Fucking on a Wednesday. fucking Wednesday. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm going to start saying that to the kids at work. I think the hardest thing about my job is that I can't curse. <laughs> Are you a teacher? I coach youth soccer. You can make up a euphemistic curses for them. I know. Sometimes I do have to like be like, shoot, or so, like really catch myself like mid-sentence. When I was a kid, before I could do words. You were I a was, kid? I was a kid. <laughs> wow. I, I wouldn't notice. Kid. I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> formerly a child. Formerly a child star. One, one, formerly two, a child, nine. always been Connor, though, we'll say. <laughs> I would call people, before I could do words, like my first sound, if I was angry, I'd be like, jai jai. And then when I could say words, I know. Jai jai? Jai jai was my like slur that, that I That feels invented. derivative of vagina. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm getting kind of like a tally-ho like kind of energy. Jai-ho. Yeah. Yeah. Jai jai. And yeah, so like you could do something like, maybe not that, but like something like <laughs> Some made up thing is what you're saying. Don't take mine. Not that one exactly, but jai yeah, jai. For sure. For sure. What if we start now? Jai jai. Jai jai. Jai jai. It means it doesn't sound angry though. Jai jai. Jai jai. And then my dad, when he would put, talk me into bed, because my mom was like distant at work, and she <laughs> would. Are they still together? They are. She's a lawyer, so she just like traveled a lot. Oh. Breadwinner. She was a breadwinner. Breadwinner. Ooh, mom was yeah. a breadwinner. Dad was not. And because <laughs> I used to like Stay dress at home, like, Dad. I know. Yeah, that's true. I used to dress like a doctor, but I was actually a nurse. But I think because I was a boy, they were like, "You're a doctor." But I was like actually dressed as a nurse. Like in my head, it was like nurse. And then he would say, "Good night, Doctor Jai Jai." It was like his like term of endearment. Oh, that's cute. Was, yeah, oh, Doctor Jai Jai. That's yeah, cute. and now he's estranged. So crazy. Doctor Jai Jai is an OBGYN for sure. <laughs> 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 That's dark. Dr. Jai Jai? Dr. Jai Jai will see you now. Okay, my boys club for this week is anybody who bought the blue check on Instagram. For $11. For whatever that costs. Because you earned yours. You earned yours. I earned my Instagram. I bought my Twitter one just for a month as a bit, and it didn't work very well. But also, like, didn't Twitter, like, fully, like, I feel like Instagram kept, if you already had it, it had, you, you kept it. You didn't have to, like, pay for anything to like, keep your check. I'm no, you have to pay now. You do, even yeah. if you like to keep it up. Yeah, like oh, Olivia Wilde has to pay. Which that's why they're not. Damn, on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. You, wait, you can buy it on Instagram. You now? can buy it on Instagram now. I kind of bought mine. Well, I don't think so. And that, like, the book publicist texted me one day, like, "You're verified now." I was like, "Oh." Yeah, but that's no. like that's an earned thing because here's what I'll say. Okay, so I've been posting some clips on Instagram. This is going to sound annoying, but so I've gotten a little bit more of a following because of these clips. And well, so I'm, well. so I'm, but this is what I'm noticing. Small I'm country. getting like, you'll, it'll like push notifications to the top if the person is verified. So I'm kind of like, oh, who's this? And it's always somebody with like 2000 followers who's like a DIY pottery person and is like, I'm like, you bought this. Like wow. there's a lot of people buying them is what I'm trying to say. And I'm like, I don't know. This is really diluting what this used to mean. It used to mean like. A big, celebrity was big time. saying hi to yeah, you, and you want yeah. to keep that connection alive. And now it's anybody who has a small business. I think is like, and I I totally get it. If you <laughs> if you have 
if you feel like this is going to help your small business, by all means, but do your thing. you hate small businesses. Hate them. Okay. Big time. Big you're time. walking Not back the backbone of America. Statement. What was my you thesis statement? You came out swinging. Yeah. And then you're like, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Listen, I think it's annoying, but I understand why people need to do it in certain cases. But I am Wait, you're doing like, the thing whatever. that I do where I make a, a hard statement and then say, unless this is classes. Here's the thing. I don't want to piss anybody <laughs> off. I, I, I want to be as likable as possible. It's easy <laughs> to be accidentally classist. You know what I mean? You're like, fuck. It's not that it's... But I, it's not classes because they have the money no, to buy it. Yeah. No, I they have the money you. to buy and it. And I want to say, if you thought it was classes at home, then you're classes. But I feel that um, it means more to have earned it. Like yeah. anything else, it means more to have earned I it. I completely. I empathize with you because I will have a hard-held belief, something that I know to my core is true, and then my best friend will be like, really? And I'm like, you're right, no. Never mind, no. All it takes is a little challenge, and I fall apart. I'm like, sorry. No, people with hard opinions, we don't really have hard opinions. We only have hard opinions. What are you talking about? I feel like we change our minds all of... Last time you, you said... You and I both come in swinging, and the other one's like, well, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah, our hard opinions, it's like even. Play. You're just like, steroids are... Well, never mind. No, we always Wait. come in... Like this is the opinion, and then we slowly whittle it down to being like, mm. actually, we don't really. It's feel like any type clay of that you put in the microwave, <laughs> and then it just softens like putty, putty, putty. Yeah, but that's my boys' goal for this week. Is anybody that bought their bought their Instagram check for eleven dollars? For eleven dollars, and we're paying attention. <laughs> we know who it is. It just that's the other thing. It's like you can't you can't fake. It's never somebody who's like cusp. It's never somebody with like a hundred k, and you're like, oh, that's. Totally reasonable. The world's falling apart. It's somebody who's like, mm, that's not enough followers to guarantee. It, without the like other outside non-Instagram credit to yes. kind of match that. It's Everyone's always somebody with a pottery hobby. And losers are on Raya. <laughs> and that's fucked up. And the world is burning. Raya is that you Have you done Raya before? It's a con. You're Jesus on Raya. Are you Christ. on Raya? I'm no longer. I refuse. You can't stop. What if they don't let you back? I don't want to come back. <laughs> no. It was a lie. I thought I was going to match with Jonathan Groff. Right. And I'm just matching with like a social social media coordinator mm-hmm. with a jawline. Mm-hmm. Like, See, they, or without, like they really opened, <laughs> I'm, telling you, I'm telling you that they opened up the floodgates. Yeah. They conned the everyone. The levy broke. Like they it's, took everyone's money. They're making you pay to be a part of a club. Anyone can join. Wait, yeah. I feel like the documentary that we're going to get in 10 yes. years. Oh, I hope. is going to be Raya. <laughs> we're scammed by Raya. I hope. I would be we're interested in that. I do feel like it's, I think they're realizing too slowly that it's like actually impossible to market something that is genuinely cool to people with status. Like, totally. there's no way, like, yes. super. I'm sure there's some other kind of like even higher echelon oh, yes. thing happening tr- that right, we're not Raya aware of. They could have. Their model was was it thirty dollars a month? They're like, we're gonna get tons of <laughs> dangerous specificity. <laughs> the trick, what they could have and should have done, is maybe charge. A thousand dollars. Yeah, something yeah. super exclusive. It's kind of that's the choice. Do you want like everyone paying a small amount, or do you want a couple people paying a huge amount? Yeah. But maybe those people hire matchmakers, or or they like, use Instagram. I feel like yeah. that's what like celebrities actually probably use is like social media. You think they're running their accounts? Uh, I don't know. I think it depends. I I just feel like there's so many stories you hear about like people getting together, like like Phoebe Bridgers and um, Paul Mescal like got together through like an Instagram thing. I don't know. I just feel like that's the way that like a lot of celebrities kind of link like up he, these days. He DM'd her and was like, "Love Punisher." I think so. Somebody else got in a, Kiki Palmer got in a movie because she DM'd um, Jordan Peele. Should we be DMing? They got connected people? for that huge movie she was just in. His I think most you recent have to one already be something like totally like wait you, that came out <laughs> no zach, zach, no wait no, no. Like you are so right you're not kiki palmer is what i was saying zach not you specific we one most 
Zach, Everyone. I have a very realistic sense of self. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We're not in the position to be just messaging Jordan Peele and getting through those DMs. They say that you're whatever age you become famous at this age, you're going to be at forever. So I know that forever I'm going to be 43. Do you know <laughs> I know that. Um, okay, we should intro and then we can get our Oh, questions. sorry. I was oh, no, never no. here. <laughs> Boys, our guest this week is one of our favorite stand-up comedians. We're so lucky to have him on the pod. He just had a book come out called Is It Hot in Here that you can find anywhere you can find books, local bookstores, please. Uh, please welcome Zach Zimmerman. Hey, girls! <laughs> Wait, I just randomly remembered. This is kind of crazy. I think, like, years ago. And, like, you're huge right now. This is before you no. were as huge. No, you I'm really tiny. are. No, no, no. No, you are huge. But, like... I'm trying to lose the weight, man. I, <laughs> sure. I was, you were one of the first, like, gay comedians that I was, like, aware of. Because oh. I was, like... Well, you kind of were one of the first gay comedians. Like, I... No, for real. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, who are the gay comedians out there? And it was, like, literally, like, you. And, no, like, no. It can't, I feel like you were ahead true. of your time a little bit. No, no, no. I have a vivid memory of, really? like, when I first yeah. moved here. When I first moved here, list, uh, standing on the J-Chain platform, like, outside, looking at uh, whatever was happening. Tiny cupboard. Probably headed to the tiny cupboard, listening to your album that was on Spotify, and being, like, and, and knowing that you were in New York, and I was like, oh, I hope I run into this guy, because I, I, I really enjoyed it. to it. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's so, I'm officially... 80 years old and I'm going to kill myself <laughs> no, now. But no, 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 no. It was like, I feel like one of the things that happens when you're in the New York scene is you don't realize how like in proximity you are to people that are like around your level or above or anywhere in between. Like you're just, we're so connected to even like, I mean, we've all been in green rooms where like somebody you never thought you'd meet was also in there and it's yes. just like, this is crazy. So it was like before I realized how like, you know, in proximity to each other we all would be but i was like oh my god i hope i can meet this guy like i really I, I just have such a sense memory of being on the j train platform <laughs> headed out to do some open mic but i love that album it was really good that's so sweet yeah i i think spotify like took it down no they took off all comedy for a minute there was some debate over royalties uh, that like the big dogs were doing yeah 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 i don't even remember what i said on that album i'm so ashamed of everything i've ever made <laughs> <laughs> any day before today <laughs> that makes sense I feel that every day is a new day every day is a new day industry, your especially. book's getting amazing press though we got some press it's been fun to put it out your in there your big billboard oh I know in, was it in Soho it was on like Houston in uh, like Penn Station oh area. sick oh, awesome my God. I just woke up to like an email from the publisher like hey Amazon's featuring your Wait, book your for publisher is slay as hell it's a woman for sure what is your publisher a woman the publisher's a business. <laughs> he explains books to me. It's like... I, it's a business, but she rocks. But that is fun. There is at the pub at the publisher, there is the publisher. Only women. It's, I feel like it's very women Your heavy. press is run by a woman. Yeah, 100%. April. That, yeah, good. I love her. I feel like that's what you need. Yeah. You need like a girl in a claw clip handling it. Yes. Yeah, because oh, they don't let the ball drop, those girls. Mm. But billboards are... For, I went to see it that day because it was up for a week. It's there eight seconds every 15 <laughs> minutes. So you kind of have to like wait for it to get your picture. It was a lot of Zendaya. It was With a lot of Tinder Little Mermaid. Ads. All the Tinder ads. <laughs> it was, there was a WhatsApp encryption ad that was someone like texting like, let's take this to WhatsApp because <laughs> it's like safer to talk there about yeah. something. And then there was a guy... Uh, like a performance artist selling art in like a maintenance outfit and he was just kept chanting um, my mama told me to be myself look at y'all trying to be everybody else <laughs> and I was Beautiful. like it wasn't even subtle like I don't believe in God but I think like okay that was some message I'm supposed to receive while I wait for my I'm like sir yeah, could you move so, so I can take a picture of my ad <laughs> 
<laughs> That's so cool. Is it, wait, is it a picture of you on the book, you holding the book? What's the picture of? Pictures of the book cover and then a big like read with pride sign for Amazon. Yeah. So they're like featuring like that is a couple cool books every week. being gay. Is it like, there's oh, like a yes. month where you are like extra relevant. Yes. Nice. Yes. We know and we'll get our, our flowers. Uh-huh. Even though I tweeted this the other day, not to plug my own fucking tweet on the pod, but I did think okay. it was, it does feel like the pride flag's a little bit at half mast this year. Don't you feel? Interesting. It feels a little at half mast. I don't know. I'm feeling like low energy and like low. No, I don't know. Bitch, it is in the stratosphere. I want it to be, but I'm, I'm feeling crazy. It was also because we were watching Ultimatum Queer Love for the third time. And there was one part in between when there was like, they were all kind of like going through drama where they like cut between scenes to like transition. And they had a pride flag that was at half mast. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Did you watch Queer Love? The girls are down bad. No. Should it's really good. It's intense. Ultimatum was, it came on after Love is Blind, right? Yes. Yes. I believe in Love is Blind, and I swear by Love is Blind. But Did I, they ever do gay in there? No, never. That's why I love it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, see, <laughs> just kidding. What's love my community. Is, like, gay would actually, that's a format gay would work for. Wait, it would be actually way more fun if they like did like some sort of voice like altering so that you couldn't even, oh, you would just deal. connect with somebody. I can't wait. wait to meet you. <laughs> you really summoned the part of my heart. But would, I think the straights would actually like. I don't think anyone circuit. would go through with the wedding. No, I think it's, it would be intense. We'd well, all come off really superficial. Gay like, voice is hard. You have a neutral voice. Thank. No, no, say no. Not thank you. No, you not thank, thank you. Not good or bad. Not good or bad. But in your brain, neutral. you can clock it as a positive to yourself. You know That's what I mean? Fair. I, I, I never know if I. Yeah, I never know what people think I am. I don't think that you would. Like, like, does an audience know? Sometimes I come out with, like, a joke where I say, like, the F slur. And then someone was like, I don't think they know you're gay yet. I don't know if they know you're allowed to say that. That's funny. Well, they're going to fucking know now. I feel like like your, like, southern accent, though, is kind Mm -hmm. of probably more what they clock first. Hey, y'all. Because you can, I, I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, I think being southern and having an accent allows you a friendliness as a man that other, like, I don't know, like, accents don't necessarily. Interesting. Like, I feel like you get, you can be, like, a bubbly, more, like, effervescent guy as yes. a southern guy without being clocked as, like, necessarily gay or straight or anything. It's just, like, there are friendly dudes in the South, and that's just, like, kind of how they come. I do dial it up subconsciously when I meet a new person. Yeah. As a way to, like, disarm them. Like, hey, how are you? Like, oh, you know. That's yeah. so sweet. <laughs> when I just remembered I started my morning, I know I said I wasn't watching the news anymore, but I started my morning <laughs> watching MSNBC, and it was, like, a Lindsey Graham interview. <laughs> Oh, God. I didn't know he was still alive and he's kicking. He's a monster, but his voice. It's, <laughs> he's, he's so charming. Such a, he's such a lovely little southern voice. But he's he's got a very South Carolina accent, too. South like, he Carolina. really does. Yeah. Once he went off the TV, that guy who has that show with Mika, I forget his name. He's Yannanopoulos? No. No. That's someone else. Milo. Mm. Oh, that's that, like, alt-right guy, yeah. right? Yeah, he's bad. This man was like, you know, before John McCain died, I talked to him and he said he was really disappointed in Lindsey Graham. And I was like, you can't just throw <laughs> shit like so that funny. out there. And like, that's such a dark. It sounds like, like a bit. That's so funny. funny. <laughs> Did you watch The Traders UK? No, with Alan Cumming. No, that's the There's American mul- one. There's a UK one with someone else. We outsourced our... Ho- wait. Unnecessary deep cut, but maybe this is for someone. But one of the... Do you know the... Never. It's too much to get no, into. No, you have to do it. The traitors there. It's a couple people are traitors. Everybody else is the faithful. You're voting mafia. people off. It's play, You're playing a game of mafia. And uh. then someone got voted off. And then one of the traitors goes to someone else like, 
yeah, right before she got voted off last night, she came to me and only me and said, like, this person is a trainer. <laughs> and that's what outed her to everyone. You can't put words in the dead person's no. mouth. So it's such out. a cheap move. You're a bad Star. trainer. You're bad at the game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, who just... Uh, I, I actually, I talked to Pat Robertson last week. <laughs> I called him. He died? <laughs> yes. I Where? didn't even know he died. You know, I did a spot this weekend at sesh which is like dominated audience wise i think by like 21 year olds mm-hmm. and they had no idea who pat robertson was are they are they republicans no no no, no. They're, just they're just like, like they're not like, informed yeah yeah they're girlies from the lower east side who like just moved here that's kind of the vibe that and then every once in a while some like middle-aged tourists find their way there yes it's kind of yes. a mixed bag that's fascinating that... and then sometimes there's some gay people there every once in a while there's gay people there oh yeah yeah and it's always really meaningful yes they're seeing a lgbtq (laughs) performer i've gotten like a thank you so much yes we really liked what you did we really liked it thank you for doing this yes get a lot of those um nice should we start asking our questions nice to be around straight people so you can feel like a shiny goldfish that's that's true i always that's why i love (laughs) most club comedy yeah they do really Mm. if you if you get the right type they really eat that up they just they love it. Should we start asking our questions? What's a boys club that you are not a part of? Not a part of. I've I've never been in a secret society. Oh, good one. Like okay, a college so secret society. Were those and big at Princeton? Princeton? I went to Princeton. Princeton only has one. Okay. Other schools have so many more. Skull and Bones. Your Skull and Bones. Your is that Harvard? UVA has like 10 different yeah, ones. Yeah, that's big. Skull and Bones is Yale. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you're definitely not going <laughs> to. I know nothing about Ivy Leagues. <laughs> I think Skull and Bones had like Bush, Harry. Mm. All, all your political leaders were in Skull and Bones. Oh, interesting. UVA, which I got into but didn't go to and could have been in a secret society, had a bunch. Some, the coolest ones were there, I think, because some you didn't know if you were a member until someone died, they like rang a certain bell. Whoa. Or you got like a tattoo on your inner arm, like I'm a member of the sevens or something. Whoa. But I want, I don't know why. Whenever I read about these as a kid, I wanted to be in a secret society so bad. I even in high school started one or tried to start one. I would like told two girls I was friends with like, okay, you need to like put $5 in this lo- secret unmarked locker because we're starting a secret society disease. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they did it. And then I was like, I don't actually know what we're doing. <laughs> I like wanted to be in the secret society. Didn't know what the secret society was for. What do any of them do? Exactly. Yeah. Just like, like a we'll network of power. Like it's a typical boys club. It's sort of, it's a, just a source of power. The club is the club. Yeah. The, the people are the club. And then they all become president. Yes. I wonder if there's some attraction for all of us in this. And it's like, wouldn't it be great to have a secret that was cool? <laughs> <laughs> that everybody was going to yeah, like. A secret that was bad. <laughs> But then when I got to Princeton, I learned there was one. And yeah. so I, it was called St. Anthony's Hall, called St. A's. And I think there's a couple chapters different places. It's like a literary secret society. But it wasn't that secret because it had a public rush. We had no frats or, or, for, or sororities at Princeton. Good. Or none on the record. And then we, you, I remember going to like a meeting where everyone kind of was like interacting. And mm-hmm. they were getting like judged and watched to see if you could be a member of the group to like, oh, if you want to join St. A's. That's like my personal that. hell. We did. <laughs> oh, it was, but I wanted it so bad. <laughs> I was just craving that belonging. Wait, I hate that you do all this to get into Princeton and then they're looking at you in oh, a cafeteria. God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. It never stops. It was like, I hate that. And then I remember we were doing some game where we had to define a word and the word was like onanism. And someone was like, oh, that's like when you masturbate. 
it's like, and I was like, there's no way it could be that. Like, I thought this person was being crass. And then that is exactly what the word meant. Wait, so how is that a skill that you're going to use in the Secret Society or anywhere? I don't feel just being literary. I don't know what they were judging you for. I've learned slowly a lot of things are just like seeing how wealthy you were and if you can interact in wealthy spaces. Oh, yeah. And I keep saying writer writer. kind of half of it is a joke because we are writers, but you are, you have to adapt the book. The, The powerful word is is author <laughs> i don't really author. know what the difference is i don't really know what the difference because last night on the tonys they were instead of playwright they were saying author oh interesting i think author i don't know what the difference is a writer writes an author authors take both okay take both of them an author other people have recognized that you're that you've done something author to book author to author, author club is Sort of a boys club. I maybe, wanted to talk about. A little yeah, bit. maybe author means you finished whatever you set out to write. Writer is like where we're all at. we're like, well, I'm making yeah. stuff happen. Writers <laughs> are writing. <laughs> Authors yeah. wrote. I'm gonna start saying, yeah, I authored these jokes. Yeah, yeah joke author. <laughs> joke author. <laughs> there's. I feels like there's a level of like magnitude to author. Yeah, like you created a something of heft. Yeah. If that, Did but, they get naked in a society? We there was. I don't know. I didn't get in. They, there was nudity <laughs> in my. Uh, eating club oh what was the eating club there's so many clubs there i know it's it's it sounds douchier than it is but maybe it was a little douchey but the way there weren't frats or sororities so years ago someone well so it kind of they function as that they're Mm -hmm. like buildings where the upperclassmen take their meals which makes me sound like take their meals (laughs) uh where you have lunch and dinner there's a cafeteria yeah basically a hundred years ago the food sucked at princeton and so a couple rich students were like let's hire someone to cook our dinner for us. And they started having dinner. And then a couple people were like, oh, that we should keep this going. And so they made a bet with the kids underneath them. Like, hey, will you keep this going? A hundred years later, those are like 10 mansions on this one street where upperclassmen have their lunch and dinner. And it's like the social life of the school. Is it similar to frats in that it's like you get into one of these houses to eat your lunch and dinner? Yes, exactly. And then it's, I don't know what it's like today, but it becomes... Looking back, it's like messy because um, the five of them, anyone could join. Mm-hmm. And then five of them were bicker, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the rush process where the upperclassmen bicker over who should get in. Got it. Which like on one level makes sense. There's only 100 spots, 200 people want to get in them. But on the other hand, it's like devastating to not get in one. Yeah. When you get like hosed and told you can't eat with your friends for yeah. a year. Yeah. Like so it's it's I think it's gotten better now, or maybe just people aren't joining the mean bicker clubs. Is there better food at the ones where you have to get passed to get in than the ones that are open? Not necessarily. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Right. Who founded Deers and did they die in the war? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? It was founded I think in nineteen oh six or something. And then I don't know war. what they did. They probably dodged the war. But a fun war related thing the dorms at Princeton where a student was a veteran have a little like star on them or something. And also I heard, I don't know if this is Princeton or generally specific, but professors would just give away A's during the war so that no one was getting sent away. Good for them. Wow. Is that... So is that, you couldn't fail wait, out. If you fa- yeah, if you flunked, you'd be sent to like fight in World War II if you weren't in college is that how it works uh, yeah so yeah i think you get to you get to like not get drafted if you were an active student i think yeah i didn't know wow that i'm pretty sure That's... i think if you were a student and like there's certain other like things like certain other jobs that you like were not you didn't have to go but what definitely am... college students which i think was a way to keep like rich people's kids out of the war oh yeah yeah my grandpa dodged it because he accidentally shot his toe off <laughs> <laughs> he was called nub <laughs> on his gravestone it says frank nub zimmerman 
What was he doing? Cleaning his gun? I don't know what he was doing. I mean, he was probably <laughs> shooting his toe off to not have to go True. to True. He's like, was I'm not going there. No. Rail, rail man. Rail train worker. Was the gun for defense? I'd, I'd have to ask him. I love old stories like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with like all the shit, all the weird shit people did. What's hard, I, I in the pandemic, got into Ancestry.com and I went back mm. as far as I could, mm. but there's not like stories there. You just have like death certificates, birth yeah, certificates, grave markers. I know. If there's like journal pages or something. Keep your journals, kids. Yeah. So that your descendants. I want stories. Know I want a list of regrets. I want secrets. Promises. <laughs> I wish we were milking the, the nearly dead for more. I feel like that culturally we're not everyone who's going to die in the next 10 years, which I think is everyone listening to this podcast. <laughs> I just <laughs> cursed you all should like record a video today for someone. Yeah. Like, why aren't we sending more messages to ourselves? Did you make one to your future self? In high school, <laughs> I got really obsessed with this video. Oh, it's going to be dark. With this video of this girl at a party that I found on YouTube. And that girl was in Columbine. Oh, and I was yeah. like obsessed yeah. with it. I watched it yeah. so many times. Yeah. There's such a haunting nature to this. Oh, yeah. There was... Um, That's really dark. What that no. one cut? <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I just was reading my um, journal from when I was in Paris last year and went to a cemetery and there was a girl cemetery there who died in the Bataclan shooting. And I just, I remember I was journaling and I was like, that affected me more than like some of the other, all the other death I was around for whatever reason. It's so, yeah. Interesting. Sorry for your loss. Haunting. (laughs) Have you made, what 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 do we play when you... If I, well, I guess that wouldn't really be with the play anymore. If I die young. In high school, we talk a lot about this. Like in high school, if we would lie there and be like, if I die young, bury me inside. It was Lay like me a, down in the bed of roses, sing me at the river <laughs> at dawn. Is that, who's, is that Lady that. Antebellum? No, but no. you're not far. The band Perry. The band I didn't Perry. know I had that in me. I do mm-hmm. like Lady. Lady. Did they change their name? I feel like she's Lady. I think she's Lady, Lady. A now. Lady A. Oh, but then there was a, a black woman named Lady A who was like, what the fuck? This is <laughs> my name. Oh, Christ. I think she was suing them. It actually got worse. Yeah, the, out of the, on that, actually. What is that? Out of the hot water into the fire? Whatever that euphemism out is. Out of the, the hot water into the fire. Out of the hot water into the fire. <laughs> you're standing on your back foot right now. Out, out you of just the, taught me that one. I don't know. Away from the... Wait, you're standing on your back foot? Yeah, he just said this to me today for the first time ever. That's where you're in defense. You're defensive. Oh. Yeah. It's like, like it's a boxing term. You're in My like aunt foot. just misused one. She was like, um, wouldn't work in a pie factory if they were handing out free pie. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. And I Googled it. It's something like, wouldn't work in a pie factory eating pie mm. for a lazy person. Like, even if your job was to eat pie, you wouldn't do it. Gotcha, she was gotcha, misusing gotcha. it. She was like, wouldn't work in a pie factory. They paid Jim pie. <laughs> even the, the visual of a pie factory is so pleasing. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing just I seeing Love Lucy. Big pies going yeah. on the conveyor. Yeah. Meringues only. Like, yeah. just with a thick. I love pie. Do you know Martha's um, country, that thing off the Bedford Elf? Yes. yes. We gotta go. In my darkest, okay, we'll do this after Pride. We'll do this. But in my darkest <laughs> nights, whenever I've, like, had my dinner, but I have a little sweet tooth. I do go on Uber Eats, and I've I've gotten a single slice of something from Martha's Country Except Bakery. You that joke about the donuts. Oh, the donuts! And that wasn't isn't that in Chelsea? No, no, no. This is near me in Park Slope, Seventh Avenue Donuts. And do you want to know why I thought you want to know something? Oh, I've been in there. I have to tell you. Yeah, something. I've got donuts so there. Cute. Yeah, it's cute. Memory is so weird because you do have that joke where you say Seventh Avenue, and this was years ago. I heard it. 
And that, in, feel, that felt like a weird slight when I was like, years ago. You were like, I'm literally walking into the train after we get off. My work is done. I've inspired the next generation of comedians. I no longer have anything to but offer. But like in my brain, I was like, oh, 7th Avenue, you live in Chelsea. I was like, you're oh. talking about 7th Avenue in New York. And when I, this is a miss, it's a, a flaw of New York that where streets could be either in either, Manhattan or yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, and when I, I, know. I was going to get coffee with an ex years ago who was visiting from Chicago and we got it wrong. He was in like Williamsburg and I was in the wrong, we were in the wrong place. Wait, I thought he was standing me up. That's he thought sign. he was standing me up and the universe yeah. was like, y'all are not supposed yeah, to meet. Yeah, don't we'll hang never out. be in the same place. Yeah. Wow, that's a sign. <gasps> it was a metaphor. Ooh. Wow. Okay, essay. Author. Author. <laughs> Publish that. Authors deal with ideas. Writers, Sit I don't and look out the window. Syntax. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that Richard uh, Perez video of like writing? And yes. <laughs> just in like a fishnet stocking. It's so funny. All his I've never met him, but it made me so me He's so funny. We had him a few weeks ago. Yeah, he was on we the pod a few him. weeks ago. He's the fucking funniest. He's on our show on Friday. Yes. Yeah. Um, were there any secret societies at Elon? If there were, I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> it is funny though that people like, because people at Elon were like, I'm going to be a Zeta. I want to be a Sigma. And like, they were so excited. It's like, well, some people are fucking skull and bones. Like some people, like yeah. it's cool that you're running on the quad. Some people are fucking in a bunker, yeah, like branding yeah. each other. Yeah, it's way more. We had uh, one at Wake that was called the Order of the Twenty Three. Everyone oh, has nobody these. knew about like, but it, they had such bad PR because nobody knew what it was or who was in it. But everybody was like, whatever, it's kind of dorky. Like it wasn't like it was kind of like not cool. So I was like, what's the point of a secret society if nobody wants to be in it? Depends, like, or yeah, what's the actual currency? Because that's. If it's an actual powerful group, that's kind of what you want. You don't want anyone to talk about it. Or you do want them to think it's cool, I guess. I guess it depends. Because I would think you would want people to like care about it and mm-hmm. like want to know the lore, but also not necessarily like know enough about how to get in if you want to keep it closed doors. But because yep. like the vibe was very like, yeah, I guess there's one, but like nobody fucking cares about it. So it like was kind of like, well, is it even doing what it's supposed to? I don't know. But I don't know what they got up to yeah. at all. But they definitely didn't seem cool. It, it just speaks to like the power of a, you can take away the power of any boys club by just like not believing yeah. it's cool anymore. Yeah. Being like, oh, this is actually yeah. lame. I want to know not more about bad. <laughs> did they like kill people? Secret society? Like I don't mean now. No one's killing people now. Well, I guess people are, but I mean like a hundred years ago. Like is this the kind of oh. thing where it was like, is there darkness? Skull and bones. Like skull and bones. How vibe? do you get a name like that without a little bit of darkness? It feels Scientology adjacent to. Don't they have you like yeah. lay in the middle of something and confess lots of secrets? Yeah, it's like a dirt floor. And they yes. record it and then they use it against yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they still do that. Scientology. I think so. I think so. Uh, Leah Remini. I mean, I'm sure there were times where the Catholic Church had the priest being like, yeah, what's going on with you? What sins did you commit? Gonna write those down. (laughs) And there's always like sex stuff too, I feel. Or like maybe there used to be. That's a pretty common thing. If I got blackmailed, I would get so far ahead of it. You know what I mean? Like if (laughs) you release everything. uh, All of it. If you're out there and you're trying to blackmail me, I just want you to know that you can't because you can't blackmail someone that will release everything. (laughs) I've actually thought of, that's amazing. (laughs) I've thought of starting, I I did, I should have collected more notes, but I thought of starting like a blackmail business because I was like, oh, I'm at Princeton. Like some of these people are going to be powerful one day mm. let me just start collecting all their dirty little secrets other than you who's the most powerful person that you went to Princeton <laughs> I'm not powerful at all no exactly you are oh wait I was in class with a Forbes a child of a Forbes Whoa. I was in class with a Rockefeller oh my god wow I think um, that's like big time money oh yeah yeah but these are I guess yeah what is that that's like generational power they seem happy I don't keep in touch do they seem <laughs> held as a child 
did they seem held um, held back by the shadow <laughs> of their my parents? My freshman roommate was went to Cho- Rosemary Hall, which is this like boarding school that John F. Kennedy went to. Ooh. And he was nice. I was like, "You're really nice. No one held you." I could kind of tell there was like an internal oh. chaos, like a, a moth that would never land. Yeah. Speaking of held too, I feel like any rich kids like that are always often like held back a year or two. They're like, you're going to start kindergarten at seven. For like, <laughs> yes. Like, we're going to make sure you're the smartest yes. and the best at football. <laughs> yeah. I feel blessed that my, I, I never grew up in a shadow. I think it'd be very hard to, yeah. I like, like that I was first in my family to go to college. I like that my parents aren't doctors and lawyers or whatever yeah. and never pushed me in any one career direction or another. Imagine, I mean, I don't know what your stories are, but imagine having to like deal with your parents in that way yeah, and yeah. disappointing them or. My parents were very big on doing what they, I don't think they love what they do. So they're like, do whatever you want to do. Cause oh. they, I think parents with regrets. That's what we recommend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to have some lived experience and be like, ah, it was, that was fine. That was fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they're happy with where they're at, but I think they're like, don't, you don't have to do this by any means. Like if you can do something that's happier, please do. Whenever anyone says, should I do this or that? The universe is always just like, do the more interesting thing. Like, yeah. Go after it. Go do X, Y, Z. Yeah. Especially when you don't have like, I guess, children or lovers. Wondering seems like the saddest thing in the world. Wonder? Like to wonder what, what if, what would this have been? Yeah. Oh my God. That's horrible. Find out. You gotta know. Wait, gotta I feel like out. I should like cry. <laughs> what am I? Well, here's a mind fuck. Sometimes I feel like we're doing comedy and that's like, in the culture, that's like a thing you're going after and like that's the fun and interesting thing. But then what do you do on days when you like, don't like it or if you wonder if within this ecosystem you're actually there's going to be regrets because you're not doing what you actually really want to do yeah you're just absorbing what new york yeah. comedy tells you you're supposed to want to be doing well, yeah I think there are certain times where you are on a like that thing at the airport that kind of walks for you mm. and then you're like wait where do, and because people talk about getting stuck and they're like oh i need to make a change in my life and then there are times i think it's easy to do that for such a long time and not be like am i happy am i moving with agency towards something or am i just like on that's that a beautiful metaphor yeah. yes especially like when you're in a career that's solely driven by you and like you're a, you are the business that it's like you can get so caught up. It, it gets very stressful and you have to be like okay well what are other people doing to make money what are other people doing to find success and you follow that because there's no real path. You just have to absorb what other people are doing and be like, well, that seems cool. And then just start doing that. And then it, you really can get stuck being like, I just don't like any of this. Why am I doing just what everybody else was doing? Yeah. And that's also not original and not probably going to help me long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I it's did. hard because it's like, if I don't make money, nobody else is going to make this company <laughs> do anything. <laughs> so, hmm. Wait, I'll, I was going to say this too about the Secrets thing. Have you guys, either of you, seen the Dirty Little Secrets music video by All American Rejects? We know the song. <laughs> yeah. Dirty Little yes. Secrets. Okay, the music video is like, it's a classic like early 2000s like rock music video where it's like the band playing and then it cuts to like other people like montaged in. But it's like, I guess there was this website, I don't even remember what it was called, where people would just put like anonymous secrets kind of thing. It was oh, some uh, anonymous post secret maybe yes or, um... i think it's that yeah and they would they had a bunch of people like holding the postcards up of the secrets it's an amazing music video because the secrets are just uh, i mean some of them are so innocuous and some of them are like who let that in this music video it's so crazy 
<laughs> I can't remember perfect examples, but we'll put we'll put some in the like, uh, in the show notes. Like we'll I put, ate fish. Yeah, <laughs> it's like something as stupid as that, and then it's like I I never talked to my parents because of like whatever, and it's like why is that in this music? And they're like dirty little secret. It's like it's crazy. <laughs> is that like two thousand four? <laughs> probably, probably something like that. I'm sure it'll happen again, but there was like an internet wave of kind of like putting your yeah putting your secrets in these like different websites. Yeah, or like um. What that one where they would like write it on a postcard and you like mail it in or something. Yeah, it was like one of those. I wonder yeah. if the mail's gonna come back. Who trusts people enough to do this? <laughs> it's anonymous, I guess. Oh, my blackmail company that I was gonna start. It was all. It, it, I said I was gonna protect you from blackmail. Like, hey, Nico, Connor, I'm starting a blackmail company. Send, send me your we got send me point. your send me your deepest darkest secrets, and so that I can file them away and make sure no one else you know has them. Yeah. And then from like a different person, I'm like, we have your secrets. <laughs> and so I, and nobody I ever connected. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of brilliant. Or I charge you a monthly subscription fee to protect you. And that's how, that's, that's. In bit, the business, uh, we call that extortion, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but what you also are getting that's at. That's how most comedians make money is extortion. <laughs> We've agreed that every business is ultimately just a restaurant. Like that's how everything makes money. But also. <laughs> I'm going to add a caveat to that. Either a restaurant or a subscription service. That's True. how like things... Every business is a restaurant. <laughs> and if we could bridge a restaurant and a subscription service... Think about your show. You bring donuts. Not a restaurant. Yes. Mm. There's even a clothing store. Clothing stores are open having coffee shops inside of them. Exactly. Everything's becoming a restaurant. Mm-hmm. A restaurant. Mm-hmm. Your, your spins classes, probably selling food afterwards. Restaurant. Yeah, you can get you can get drinks and smoothies and all that crap. Everything yeah. comes back to food. This yeah. podcast is a restaurant. We brought, we got you water, so that's that was, it was free. bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're hurting here. <laughs> Though I've done a podcast once, and there was literally no water. It was like hidden. It was in some facility and there was no water fountain nearby and i was like well i'm going to get dry <laughs> i know my instrument i've never drank water i don't like the taste and it makes me feel weird but i think that all my problems and this is not original but like all my problems really would be solved by just like drinking water you and my mom spend a week with her it. she will pump you full of water <laughs> you have no choice those little packets. Oh yeah, and there were packets, tablets, and then also a jug that you could. Did just you like them? I loved them. You crystal uh, light propel at Brook and Pride this weekend. There were like three beverage companies giving out free stuff, and vitamin water had like a new zero sugar thing, and I gulped it down. It was full of so much like Splenda or something. <laughs> yeah, but it was so good. I was we like, this really water. Good. Yeah, I'll get you one. And then there was Dr. Pepper was there, but all the diet products were gone. Oh. Hashtag Brooklyn Pride. It's one of the best <laughs> and then someone else was giving out something, but it was just Celsius. samples. Was Celsius there? Zach Noor Towers turned me on to Celsius yeah. when I saw him a few they months ago. They have packets now, too, to put into your water. To get That's... you revved up in caffeine. You can just put a packet? Yeah, I actually think that since they got packets, I've been feeling weird and jittery because I've oh, had yeah, them you're doing twice too much. a day. I'm sure it's like like the serving size is probably like, have just the teensiest bit of this. Nico, it's 200 milligrams of caffeine. <laughs> There's a confluence isn't happening. A cu- isn't a cup of coffee like 40? Yeah. Oh, wow. And a wow. cold brew is like 250. A what is? A cold brew. I only do cold brew. That's a lot. I do love a cold brew. There's a dangerous confluence happening of, um, what would you, or I guess like queer drinks and then like pyramid scheme products my mother (laughs) sells. (laughs) Yeah. Because she's always been like, 
drink your greens. And she would send me this packet of greens from some weird pyramid scheme company. But then I saw someone like hyping online, like drink your greens. Like, yeah, like gay. Wait. And then it also is like kind of connected. We talked about this a little bit to MAGA. There's like a circle. There's like a MAGA Mm. circle, energy drink, crystal MAGA. Like, Oh, like, I wonder if it's like the, it's, it's moms and it's like, queer people and it's like people who don't get like access to traditional business schemes they're like we're doing an MLM we're doing it ourselves oh, yeah. yes. and people so it's outside. like yeah, yeah you're yeah. outside that so you end up in these MLM That's schemes interesting. <laughs> which when the drag queen started selling water I was like this is <laughs> the world is over something weird was happening and it's all from the part of, I think that the headquarters of this is in California but not LA the part where even Stevens was like Sacramento and like mm-hmm. a random part of like Cal- counter it's in Utah. That's good. yes. A lot where there's of, no tax codes. A lot of Utah-based <laughs> because I, I investigated some pyramid schemes my mother was in, and one of them is headquartered there. It's because kind of who think of who could easily sell you, you after your Hot mission. Mm-hmm. After, if you're a Mormon, after your mission, you you're know how it. to sell things to people that don't want them. <laughs> you're young. You're connected to a You've huge got the community. manpower. You've there's got the so manpower. many people. <laughs> And so they start just, I've, maybe I should start doing it ironically, but also maybe I'll do, maybe I, I think should you could. I, I did could. join it to like a few years ago. I was going to maybe write about it and I still might write about it, but then I was afraid I was going to get sued for writing about it. Cause mm. once you become an employee, then you're not am I giving away all their secrets. Expose. Whistleblower. Yeah. I hate the idea that you just get sued at any minute. I think it's mostly bullying and you're just, you say fuck you to someone. Like even if. Well, no, maybe not if Disney comes for you. Um, <laughs> the bigger you are, the more likely you are to get sued. I know. I are, know. Is this podcast an LLC yet? Are you going to get canceled? We should, but we, we've dropped so many names on here. We have to always edit out because we're like, who knows? Who knows <laughs> <laughs> these people? Boop. It's just yeah. Like, I just saw Little Mermaid by boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Do you think we've ever hurt anyone's feelings on here? If we haven't, or if you ain't wrecking, you ain't riding, or whatever they say. Oh, you're not wrecking, you're, you're not riding. You I don't even know they say that, they're going to say it now. What are you saying? Either going to say it now. You're on your back foot, Connor. Yeah. You're not wrecking, you're not riding. <laughs> That's true, you've got to burn bridges. I was thinking, I, I caught up with a few friends this weekend, and there was just like a little bit of like, a little healthy shit talking happening mm-hmm. during the hang. And I think, rather than like avoiding it altogether, it's just healthy to know like, hey, 10%, at any point, 10% of a conversation might be shit talking yeah. and you might, you might say something. I don't know. Yeah. It's okay to be like, I'm not going to be perfect in this conversation all the time. Like I'm not going to have to say the perfect thing every time. Always. I really need to get myself to yeah. understand that. Cause I think I'm constantly like in my head about coming across well, oh. as I think we all probably do being like front yeah. public yeah. facing people. But like, it's just like, I need to be better. And especially being on a podcast where we're always talking about who knows what. And I feel so in my head about, am I saying, are people going to like me? Are people going to like me? And it's like, 10% is going to be bad and stupid and wrong and maybe bad. <laughs> the spirit of RuPaul is entering me right now because <laughs> I have the urge to kind of tell you like being vulnerable and making those mistakes <laughs> is what makes you relatable and human. Thank say God. something wrong. True. Say something off. True. What's your worst take? Mm, Get canceled. The my, episode where Nico canceled. <laughs> my, Nico canceled himself. Um, my worst take, I feel like I'm definitely going to be behind when it comes to, like, the way that, like, people are going to have, like, relationships, like, online in terms of, like, I think we'll reach a point where people are going to have, like, AI relationships, and I think I'm not, that's not going to sit right with me, 
And that's going to be like my version of people being like homophobic or romantic. Like, yeah. Oh, like this is my partner, Brad. Yeah. Hello. Who is like a robot <laughs> or an AI. And I, I think I'm going to, it's not going to sit right with me. Why? Because you're loved. You're describing that movie. Because <laughs> I think human connection's important. What's that movie that you're describing? Sue me. Her. Her. That was my ex's favorite movie. You think that's a red that's flag? That's a red flag. I was right. talking about her with someone this weekend. Apparently, women do not relate to her at all. <laughs> but men love her. And they're that's, like, oh. I wonder, wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> it's interesting. Like, what the lot. So, suppose a person is missing intimacy and AI can give them intimacy. You're right. Is that. No, but I don't. That's not my fully formed opinion. That's just like an like, initial response of like, if it solves the problem. I guess it's like fine. Because it's like, you're right it's like who am i to say where you should be getting intimacy from but i do feel like it should be from a person <laughs> should we ask our second question What's the voice that you are a part of <laughs> um well, we talked to author club a little bit which i actually feel what is that kind of or it's a phrase i started to use like after i wrote my book yeah I was people like, that are authors he's in the oh, i'm in author, author club so it's you and brene brown Me and brene <laughs> <laughs> she is a monster on the text thread she is <laughs> but i didn't realize it was club until like the day my book came out i went to books or magic and emma straup was there and i was like my book just came out she like owns that and has written a number of great books and yes, i was I like know that name and so i was like um Oh yeah, do you have? Or was like, I'm gonna be. I'm sure I'm gonna be sad in like two weeks. And she's like, or sooner. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, you're funny. And she's like, everyone's gonna show up for your first book. Your childhood dentist will show up for your first book. Aww. There's nothing like a first book. And so it was like, oh, I'm part of like this little group. And then you realize like, oh, other authors are like following me now because I know how to be a comedy citizen, like a good member of comedy. You know, like do the podcast. You go do people's shows. You right. support people. Share their shit. But I didn't know author is like a totally separate but interconnected oh, group yeah, of people yeah, with yeah. their responsibilities now people are gonna send me their book i have to read their book i have to blurb their book say nice things about other people's books yeah like it's i i, I think i underestimated how much homework there would be <laughs> by becoming author yeah. and you like well there's something beautiful about it too like i cold emailed um andrew sean greer who wrote less uh which is a very funny book and less is lost it's up there somewhere Hi. or it's in my room one of the two i, love I was that like book. oh i'm gonna be in san francisco like a long shot oh my god would you ever like be my like in conversation guest or whatever and he's like why the hell not and i was like oh my god that's so, awesome to your point about like new york um comedian <laughs> accessibility like author club it feels like oh once you like i'm also an author you're an author we <laughs> in the worst way like we're all upholding this pyramid scheme of publishing <laughs> yeah. but in the best way like oh we get each other a little bit we're gonna help each other out yeah send the elevator down kind of vibe and you are gay queer yeah i think that helps too i mean it was also like very close to his house like i think <laughs> everyone should always like we're put, hosting put it in your parlor would no, you come? Yeah. <laughs> i think he's doing it because you're incredible but oh, i also think kind. that you being gay, queer in that author club, from what you're describing, I imagine it puts you in like two author clubs. Yes, there is a subset. Three. Because yeah. I have noticed, like, <laughs> yes, I have noticed. Now I'm just more aware, or it might be the thing where you just become aware of more things. Now I'm like, oh, other people have gay books coming out this month. Yeah. Or like, oh, uh, these are the players in the gay book space. Um, yeah, I can tell you every every AIDS book that's ever been written. <laughs> yes, right. Right. I love a sad, sad gay book. Did you read Sarah Schulman's History of Act Up? Wait, no, but I, I've watched so many documentaries on ACT UP. The fact that I even, like, yes, I just, people marching in the streets. I think there's another, there's two books on ACT UP out now. Or maybe I'm making that up. There's one that's really long, like 900 pages. Oh, really? And it's nonfiction. And I it's did gay New York during the pandemic, which is a very long history of, or it's like turn that's of the century, I, like 1890 to 1920. To yes. Did you like it? What's the cover? 
I think it's people protesting in the street. Oh, maybe. It's okay, always people protesting in the street. <laughs> and you can't forget that. No. I, to the streets. To the streets. Pride was a riot. And I haven't said yes. that all pride. I forgot to be saying that this wow. year. Pride 12 days in. Pride was a riot. There you pride go. Pride was a riot. Pride was a riot. Um, I have a. I just got a, a book recommended to me about like trans history and stuff. That I, I I feel so like many gaps in my knowledge about like so much of like trans culture and history. So I'm trying to like be better about reading about it. And I got I got this book this guy recommended to me, and it came and it's such a weird sized book, and it says trans so big on the front. And I love to read it on the train. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me! I can't bring this on the train with me. It's a weird like. Couldn't it just be a normal Wait, size? Do you remember those book socks that rich kids would have? Whereas my dad would put a brown paper bag on my books. Oh, those like I those covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why we're here now, being creative. <laughs> yeah, shit happened. Did you have book socks? It's okay if you had book socks. I don't think I ever did. I I think we just had like our regular. Never had book yeah, socks. I don't think so. I don't. I remember those being a thing, but I don't remember owning one. We would have Stop and Shop, Dollar Tree Express. We had like the teacher like handed them out to be like remember that your copy is the one with the lime green on it like because we had like books from the school that's all yeah. i remember of those but i miss sharing a textbook i know because i'd like to see who else used to have year to it year. yeah like, oh, this was the seventh graders book yeah you should put that in the back of one of mine and like put it somewhere well that makes me think back to that thing that you said about like when you talked about eating clubs was the most fascinating part of that to me was like you're in this thing that this other person was in who was here in 1912 and got news of the Titanic and was really upset about it and their family died. Like, that's so dark and interesting. It's true about a textbook, too. Yes. That people will cite, like, oh, this person from 1997, the Lewinsky thing was happening. Yes. And they were just reading the same textbook that I was reading. That's why used books are interesting because then you can get, like, the book and then there's a second layer to it, which is this person's annotation. So it's like, who knows who that was, but interesting that they circled these words. I lust tradition in that way mm-hmm. like I've yeah. wanted to be a part of some, I think because I was in the church and then left the church but I've always wanted to be a part of something that was older and bigger than I was mm-hmm. or to start a tradition the coolest dumbest thing in the friggin world I achieved this I got into an improv group in my college and we went to they had a weird tradition you just go to a diner when you get in and then when I was picking people to be in we went to the diner and I was like we need like a picture or something. And I put two paper napkins around the two people that just got in around their neck, like as bow ties, like you got to wear something, take a picture. And then it's now every year it's lived on beyond me. Wow. They put the weird paper napkin around your neck. And so it's cool to that just, I mean, it's so dorky and it's weird that I like it, but but there's something so cool about like creating a thing that lived on or being part of like, this is, yeah. If it's a, if it's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. No, that's very cool that it's like still it's the test. Like if you ever passed on boys' club to someone else, yeah, like or something, yeah. There's so few. We're creating so many new things. Mm -hmm. It's it's hard to know what'll be the what'll be a tradition. What'll be? There's so many new brands every other week. What makes me think of what you're saying? Do you remember Cole's open mic in Chicago? No. Never mind. Was it a? (laughs) Did you get free food? It was. It was not a restaurant. It was a restaurant, (laughs) but it was this open mic. And it was that girl that we saw at that dinner party the other night. No, I was like, we were in Chicago at the same time. She hosted it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, had been previously hosted by like, like progressively huge names. And I was like, that's so interesting that this open mic, which are usually just like shit holes in the wall, has been hosted by like all these people and been like passed down yeah. to this thing that we, it like makes you, I guess what's beautiful about it is, well, in that context, in terms of like comedy or like, oh, this thing that we're doing 
is somehow tied to all these other parts of this industry. But then also just like the life part of it. Like it's nice to go to a mass and be like, my mother went to the same mass when she mm. was seven years mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. that I go to now. And mm-hmm. this church yeah. has always been here. And yeah, like there's my, something stable about that. My yeah. grandmother went to this open mic. <laughs> that's how open mic should be it should be just like who's nice right now they should host it and then they pass it down to somebody else who's nice and then it can always be like a nice environment and you never have to deal yeah everybody should pass things down yeah the the sunday at the knit was like passed down and it doesn't exist anymore well yeah passing down smaller scale feels better than like something becoming an institution and then you have all the problems yeah whatever that is yeah that's true that's true. Yeah. I'm sure Jay and I will pass on pretty major to someone else one day. Yeah. Like a baton. Baton. Like a baton. A baton. Um, what oh, else we do I have? Oh, yes. Dunkin' Donuts loyalty program. Oh, I'm trying to get into Blank Street loyalty program, but they won't <laughs> respond to my DMs. Can you DM them for me with your blue check mark? What? You have to be, is it hard to get into? I don't know. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently it is hard. But you, why are you supporting Blank Street? Okay, because they have a loyalty program. I love, wait, I also love that I'm defending the Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> program in the face of your Blank Street. Blank Street is awful. Hey, hey, but they actually, it's not even a loyalty it's just program. I'm going to one up you. I'm going to one up you. It's a membership program where you pay like $12 a month for unlimited coffee. Yes, I know. It's a, don't do that. What no, is the what is the Dunkin' Donuts one like? What does the membership grant you? Perks, DD perks. perks. Yeah, we're getting. Uh, you get points for every uh, purchase that you make. You There's get one downstairs. Uh, maybe I'll go to it as I leave. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to brag on your bank. <laughs> can you get like free sandwiches and stuff? You can give. I'm just getting. I do free drinks. You get points that are redeemed really one different ways. Um, it used to be better than it is, like everything in this society. Right now, I have eight thousand total points. And wow, seven hundred bucks will get you a cold brew. Seven hundred points. So, oh wow. So you got you've got some some free drinks lined up there. And I bank them. I feel like forget I have them. And then you get different offers every month. Yesterday was National Iced Tea Day. Um, Damn. I feel like I'm breaking news to you. Yeah. Wow. I just I, didn't realize. I feel like it. I watched this uh this video one time about this guy. It was about credit cards and about this guy who had like a binder full of like all these different credit cards because he knows how to use the points so he like never pays for anything but it's like a full-time job to like run all these credit cards basically but um i feel like the same thing about like membership programs i'm like i wish i knew how to like properly use these because it feels like you can actually get some free shit and i am never using that right i'm never getting anything it's a slippery slope (laughs) to being on like extreme couponing yeah it is right it's your time (laughs) that you're yeah yeah there is well the points guys gag Who's the points guy? The points guy. He does like airline. It's like a, a content empire of like airline reviews and uh, like airline credit cards and everything. The mm. points guy. We're in community with him. <laughs> we can summon him now. We points can summon guy, him. Points guy. Guy. It's big in makeup. Sephora, give me something for free. Oh, you get points uh, and loyalty. Yeah. Although at the same time that I, I love points, I also sometimes just want to buy the thing. I don't want to be a part of a club yeah don't give me points because then i'm gonna like want to spend the points just let me buy the sandwich i don't want to join general find it to be annoying and weird but i think it's cool that you're in it but i am always like they're like give us your email and then we'll be in conversation forever with you and then like i don't want to be in your program yeah they always really want to my the the smoke shop down the street where i buy weed is always asking me for my phone number and i have never seen anything on the other side of that so i don't know what they're doing with that It feels like you tanning, or no, what did you do? Oh, it feels like you going to Steamworks that one time, yeah. one forever ago. Like, and you had a membership like... for the tanning. Yeah. So you've been in you've been in points programs before. 
That was no. That's like where I pay however much money to come an unlimited number of times. Uh, points a is where it's like, Yeah, points is yeah. I, I'm paying something and I'm getting points. I'm getting additional value. You were paying them off so you could go over the FDA. <laughs> yeah, literally. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> not to brag. This is not. This is like I used this to is work a brag in free space. Oh. This is a brag free space. I used to work in marketing, which is embarrassing. So I apologize. I see that, that for you and counter. I also did. <laughs> Wait, I don't see it for either of us, and I'm glad we both got out. Just because we're gay, we work in marketing. I know. I've thought about this with pride month stuff actually but maybe it's a totally separate topic okay. just like all these huge corporations everyone is gay in your marketing department of course you're gonna like yeah wash for pride like, yeah you can go off on it but um okay but in marketing i feel like every i worked so many marketing jobs because i like always like switched or got laid off or whatever and that's the way to rise yeah and make more 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 <laughs> that, that is yeah. true that is yeah so i'm um, but i feel like in every marketing job they were always like we're bringing this person to start a membership affiliate program and they're gonna make people obsessed with us and then it was always the person i'm like that person's not gonna make anybody obsessed with us <laughs> like beth <laughs> is not gonna make anybody obsessed with us like beth. it's always beth <laughs> I worked. It was I was at a text message marketing company for a minute, and then they got acquired by a place that did like sweepstakes. And so they did whenever like sweepstakes. Win, give your email, and you enter for a chance to win free Chipotle burritos for a year. Like that was I was loyalty marketing with heavy in my life. Yeah, I should probably analyze that or write, <laughs> write about it. Everyone wants people to be like. Well, it's all customer lifetime value. It's never one transaction. It's you're on a customer journey. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I know. They are really. Can't it just be one transaction? <sighs> they really want to own us, don't they? Ooh. Retention. 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 Attrition. It sucks because, like, being on the other side of that, like, selling tickets and stuff, you're like, yeah, I do want people to come to this all the fucking time. Like, I, I get know, it. You I really know. do need to retain people. <laughs> we need more comedy loyalty programs. Yes. I've thought about having a punch card. You come to 10 Zach shows, you get something for free. Oh, that could be interesting. Or a throwback to, like, you know what I think I would love to come back is, like, fan mail. Because mm. what I do not like is a DM. I yeah. Mean, I, I enjoy getting a DM, but it's too low of a barrier to actually express yourself. Yeah. Totally. Like anyone can DM you anytime. It means more if you like went off and wrote a letter like, I really liked your book, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, you're so accessible. I think the highs and the lows would be way better because it would feel mm. nicer to get a handwritten card about something like, I really liked your work. But if somebody sent you some atrocious DM in the form of a letter, you'd be like, I'm afraid. <laughs> For real. True. <laughs> That's How did true. you find my address? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that would be much scarier. Oh man. So, but I agree because it's like a DM can only be it can only get so like there's a cap on how important this can be because yes, it's an Instagram yes. DM. <laughs> and I feel bad. I I have to have a blanket of like kind of not responding mm-hmm. because I feel like the point zero one percent that are unwell or that don't operate by the same rules. If you give them a little like or if you engage yes. with it, you're gonna fan the flame of I've only had one like stalkery type person before but one is enough one, <laughs> one is more than enough that's actually cool I know. when I was saying it I was like this is amazing oh yeah, my how god how did he find my email how did he Skype call me giving oh, 2 a.m. God. Oh god wait that's crazy it's amazing to be loved and I hope he doesn't listen because then this will fan the flame true if you're listening maybe maybe pump the brakes person. maybe pump the brakes yeah it always is yeah <laughs> Sorry, it during Pride. Happen. That's why the flags that we have because <laughs> of the stalkers. <laughs> but well, now I'm just <laughs> when people start when people you know you're doing well when people start acting a little weird around you. It's like, yes, 
I'll keep my eye out for that. That's true. <laughs> I'm socially anxious, so I think I'm always weird. Oh, so no. People are going to start acting weird. weird around you. Or maybe, they probably already are. You're they both stars. fucking better be acting weird around me. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, this is like, I'm like imagining when I meet Lady Gaga, of course you're going to be weird. And then you, you know you're going to be weird, so you feel the urge to comment on the fact that you're being weird. But yeah. that doesn't endear you at all. No. The trick, whenever you're meeting someone you're a fan of, is to say... I'm a huge fan. Well, don't interrupt them at dinner. Yeah. Don't interrupt them. Like, find them in a setting where they're open to it. Say, huge fan, compliment a very specific thing of their work that meant a lot to you, and then, like, say, I'm going to leave you alone and walk away, and then maybe they'll, like, nudge you to stay a little bit longer. Yeah. But so many people aren't actually huge fans, or I heard a story once, I forget his name. I want to say it was, like, Jeff Gold. No, no, no. Who was it? Someone was on the train, and then someone was like, aren't you somebody? And he's like, no, <laughs> like so many people like just act, they know they're supposed to know yeah. who you are. You seem famous or important or interesting or celebrity. Yeah. And it's not actually that you care about their work at all. Yeah. I like, actually care about someone's work and I've, then say hi. I've heard Ashley Gavin say before, like she's like gets people recognize her on the street. Sometimes they're like, Oh, you're that lady from TikTok," And it's like, not even a compliment. Not even a compliment. Just like, yeah. I see your face. And she's like, you have no idea what my name is. Like it's so, which is one of the things that kind of sucks about like being online. And it's of course how we all have to like engage with work now, but it is so, especially TikTok, you're just swipe, 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 swipe. So like, of course they're going to recognize your face, but you're not staying long enough on anybody. I don't know anybody's name when I like a video. I feel that way too. I don't follow anyone on TikTok except the Olive Garden. Cause it was like a <laughs> choice I made with myself to not engage with follow back politics. Yeah. Um, but I do know there are people that make me laugh and people whose faces I know. I have no idea what their name is right. or what they do or what right. they want to do. But it's like, oh, yeah. but I'm never going to say I feel like New York and L.A. You don't bother those figures. No, I heard it's like an unspoken rule. I heard a great story on Poog on Caperland and Jacqueline Novak's podcast where they were talking about one of their fans sent over a drink that they they were at a bar and they always talk about this one drink on their podcast. And a fan just like sent the drink over and just said like. Like for from the hags or you know what they call their followers, and it was like what a classy move, and they yes. both loved it. Talked about it on the pod. I'm like that that was smart. That was a good move. That's hot. Yeah, I've thought about doing that. Who did I do want to do that with? Oh, I saw um, I uh, Trevor Noah was at like a restaurant, oh, and no I way. don't know him or his favorite drink or whatever. But I was like, oh, that's the move. Yeah, you don't harass someone. You don't say hi. You just send them a drink. Send a drink. Yeah, yeah. I my friend was like, um, <laughs> my friend was like. Is it racist to say that it looks like Trevor Noah? And I was like, <laughs> that is Trevor Noah. <laughs> so yeah, it was a little. <laughs> um, should we ask our, our last question? What's a voice club that you wish to see in the world? I, I, I thought about this one, and I, I don't know if you'll get this, but I feel like I want to start a club. It's just people who get it. You ever meet someone who like gets it? Yes. And so you have to get it to get in. I think you're talking about someone with a strong internal compass. I think that there are definitely people I meet and I hit it off with them immediately or I trust them because I'm like, your version of reality lines up with mine. Yeah. And there are so many people where that is not the case. And it's like, you really need people. Like, I'm trying more and more just to surround myself with people who I feel (laughs) get it. I I totally understand that. Yeah. Do you know Jen Wagley? No, who Jen? The moment I met Jen Wagley, I was like, we connect on a deep level. She's a photographer and a good friend of ours, and oh she photographs our shows. She loves you. Oh, <laughs> Wait, she actually does have your book. She actually yeah. does love oh, you. Oh no, now I feel terrible. I know that's weird. No, no, no. But she. Uh, but here's the thing: does. would I know her profile picture or her handle? Probably. You would know her work. Yes. You might her know art. her. Yeah, you might know her. Because she's there a are photography. I don't know the name, but I know yeah. the handle or the face. Which is a testament to her work. 
Yeah, the first time I locked eyes with her, we were from across the room, and my this guy that I was dating was in the audience of a comedy show, and the the comic on stage asked him if he's ever punched a wall, and he said no. And I remember thinking, I can't date someone that's never punched a wall. It's gonna protect me. <laughs> and I locked eyes with Jen Wagley, who's right behind him. We just like locked eyes and said, it's like she knew, and I was like, we're connected intimately. And now we're I love the friends. thing happen. Lock eyes with someone, or I love a good. Uh, knee grab mm-hmm. when you're at a show and something cringe happens or and then you just grab the knee of the person with you just like We're in a this subtle together. like yeah. yeah there's yeah. a great uh i forget what album or where i heard this but mike probably has a joke where he talks about being at a party and like being across the something happening he's like and i locked eyes with my wife and we thought su- subtly said we're going to talk about this for the rest of the night. <laughs> I was like, that is how I feel about Maddie, my girlfriend. I feel like one of the reasons we get along so well is like, I just know that no matter what has happened, she has also clocked it in the mm. same way that I have and might even have something more interesting to add to it, which is like why I love spending time with her. Cause it's like, Aww. I just need somebody who's going to always understand why that was fucking crazy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> What's wild is I feel like, we were vibing until the get it thing. And then, me, and then Miko and I vibed more. Wait, that's because what Maybe I you're have... just getting tired. Wait, you think I look tired? No, not look tired. This one girl at class told me I looked tired four months ago, and I've been rude to her ever since. My friend, I arrived. I never forget. I arrived to a hang, and she was like, did you bike here? <laughs> I had not biked there. I was just that. Like, Does my hair look bad? Am I dripping that? sweat? I look, must look terrible. I was like, I hate you now. No, 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 no. You look no, like no. the city looked, wind was just blowing <laughs> on you. My therapist told me the three magic words when you run into an ex are "you look tired." <laughs> it's like the power phrase. Wow. And I was just. <laughs> That's the. I know we've talked for an hour and forty minutes. That's the most important thing that will be said on this podcast. You look tired. <laughs> or a friend and I were texting because we had a server who was kind of like doming us. And he asked like, are you visiting? And that is my new, that's like, good. when you meet someone like, so where are you, or like, are you visiting New York? How are you enjoying New York? Oh my God, that's I good. <laughs> to just like totally neg dom someone. I love that. You look tired. Next time I run into someone though, I'm going to be like, you look tired. But I'm not going to say it like, you said it so beautifully naturally. I'm like, you look tired. <laughs> like, 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 Wait, I also hate when someone's like, like, are, like, are you okay? I'm like, oh, oh yeah. am I okay? <laughs> am I okay? I talk to you about this. Yeah. People do that to me a lot at work. All they do it to me. Actually, wait, I gotta tell you something. I gotta <laughs> tell you something. <laughs> this was a week ago. Someone said, Are you doing okay? And I was like, Doing fine. I was like, Normal. And I said, I just feel, yeah, I feel like whenever a cis gay man is just normal, people <laughs> something's wrong. I, yeah. And then I walked, I literally walked away. I walked away. And I feel like that was crazy. I don't think it's crazy because people do that to you all the time. People do it to me all the Ask time. Ask are you okay? Yeah, all the time. I feel like which when, maybe is a problem. Like, I also think that's something that like probably a lot of like comedians and performers experience, where it's like you are giving an audience a version of yourself that is yeah. obviously dressed up and you know performative. And then when you're not like that off stage, people I think sometimes are like, "What's wrong?" And it's like, "No, this is just I'm being regular me now." <laughs> One thousand. That was a show. Yes, you're here for yes. a show. Like, yes. what did you expect? Yes, yes. Uh, I think that's a misconception about stand up too, particularly. I think people think you're being because you are being yourself up there to some, but like obviously we're all being a version of ourselves. Even if you are more authentic to you than some people are more performative, but like I I, I think people really don't understand that there is. Like there's a there's a wall there there's a there's a something like my uncle's always like oh I love people that write as like off the cuff on stage and I'm like people are not doing that, you don't know that. <laughs> that's not how it works. The, 
I've learned that the show starts before you get on stage even. Not to yeah, talk shop too much. Like once yeah. you arrive at the venue, you're on. Or you don't have to be, but like someone might interact with you and mm-hmm. you have to like start to be a human. Yeah, a you're being bit. perceived immediately. And your close friends know like, oh, post-show. Some people are more energetic than me, but post-show you might not have energy. You're going to yeah. go home. You're yeah. going to download, be alone for an hour, yeah. five hours. Yeah, I, I love my like leaving the venue, being on the train by myself is like, fucking heaven to me like the and like the walk home especially if it's nice out the walk home just me oh it's the best i've gotten to a point where i tell my friends like i don't like co-commuting <laughs> i don't like anyone who's like oh we'll take the train together i do not like taking the train with anyone yeah ever. The, i, I don't want to perform my conversation under like surgeon level lighting mm-hmm. that's alone <laughs> time and well, even when someone else is on the train i'm so mad i'm like I know. these people are talking and they're so loud this was my train <laughs> to my job that i have to take i saw this i chinook do you know chinook yes i spotted him across the g and we both had headphones in and we went like Yes, that's the that best. All, oh my god! Really? No, he's like it's beautiful. We're listening to music. We're deeply. Actually, he was writing. So good for him. I was listening <laughs> on to the music. train. Listening to Carly Jobson. Yeah, <laughs> committed. That's yeah. a sort of not listening to Carly Rae is writing. I was getting ready to write. Yeah, yeah. It's pre-writing. It's getting in the headspace. Not writing is writing. Do you remember dangerous yes. idea that is true and not true at the same time? But it isn't Wait, authorship. I just have a memory. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you remember that's in middle school where they're like, now we're gonna do the pre-writing part, and like we would do the pre- what the fuck was pre-writing? Oh, that's most of what we do, I think. <laughs> what was pre-writing? <laughs> was it a thing that we did? I, that sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> yes, pre-writing. Was it, was it outlining? Did. Probably outlining and like thinking about what you're about to do. I remember being like. We didn't spend never make days. an outline, and now I've been like, oh, I should have been making an outline. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would actually help. Everything I'll spend four outline. hours on an outline and never actually get to the thing itself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, before we wrap up, do you want to plug your socials or anything coming up? Your book, oh, yeah. all that good stuff. I'm on at zz double zz on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and Grinder. <laughs> 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 um, haven't had sex in a long time. Um, and yeah, I had a book come out. It's called Is It Hot in Here or My Suffering for All Eternity for Sins I Committed on Earth? A collection of essays about religious trauma and family and love and work. And that's out everywhere, like Amazon, Barnes & Noble, independent bookstore. And yeah, I think that's everything that awesome. I'm doing. Awesome. All right. We'll get out of here in a smooch. One, two, three. What's up, boys at home? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram? At Connor Janda, C-O-N-O-R. Janda is panda with a J. And you can follow me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O-C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow us both at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. Uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at Club Coming, typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah, often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Oh, 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 oh,